And our guest tonight is a, a good buddy of mine. He is a comedian, a musician, an author, twice over. Uh, also, he's in a band called Witch Taint. Uh, Did you say Witch Tits? Witch Taint. No, I would never say Witch Tits. I'm not a weirdo. No, Witch Taint. <laughs> Give it up for my buddy Dave Hill. <laughs> Mr. New York. Dave-o. Mr. New York. There you oh, go. you got a microphone. Hi. Pleasure to meet you. Hi, Dave Anthony. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Hi. Two Daves. So one, tell me about one will leave. Tell me about witch tits. Taint. Witch taint, but your way is good. I too. like that you're on like the ventriloquist dummy why, yeah, stool. Yeah, why am I why just how harder than to How's our He's little, little guy? If you're over How's there? our little guy? How's I'm your little, little guy. guy. Little guy. But I'm but Yep. You know, it's how we do it. We don't we definitely this don't is, want you to be higher than us. No, but uh, this is what we especially do. After the, this is what we do to guests. Usually we make guests sit on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, normally we put them in a sleeping bag and they lay at the end. <laughs> and we just shake our heads at their bits. No, thanks for having me. You're welcome. And the, sure. the chair thing is fine. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Nobody will be able to hear that. It's good because I'm closer to the people. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. You're a man amongst them almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. April 1834. <laughs> the only podcast where people cheer for a date. That's yeah. a good date. Yeah. It's Pavlovian at this point. John Mark invented the self-igniting cigar. What? <laughs> what an opener. Yeah. Came in hot. Wait, wh- this how, was what does no... that even mean? It, how does that... That's a dangerous thing to carry. Yeah, yeah. like a gag cigar? Well, obviously... I guess we'll find out. It's not still around, so clearly it didn't take off. No. No, it would just be lighting in your pocket. You'd be like, no, later, later. Oh, fuck. It was known as the Loco Foco. The Loco Foco? Loco Foco. Okay. I'm, I'm listening. He, he had misinterpreted the Latin meaning of loco and thought it meant self instead of crazy. What does poco mean? Poco? Yeah. Foco. Loco Foco. Loco Foco. Foco came from the Italian word for fire. Okay, so he got half. So he got there. that right. Yeah, crazy that. fire, which is actually a better title for it, probably, because yeah. it will result in a crazy fire. So loco foco. He he thinks he thinks it's mean it means self uh, fire, right? But it actually means crazy fire. Either way, it ended up being applied to matches uh, because they had self lighting matches. It had self lighting matches. Yeah, I don't know. And. 1937, New York's Democratic Party was split into two factions, the old-school Tammany Hall types, who ruled through corruption, and the Equal Rights Party, who were anti-corruption and union guys. Weird. Imagine. Yeah. During a meeting of uh, Tammany uh, Hall Democrats, uh, it was supposed to be secret so they could pick candidates in secret. Boy, this sounds like a really weird time. Yeah. Yeah. The Equal Rights Party barged in and took over the meeting, so the Tammany men tried to stop it by turning off all the gas lights. That'll do it. Yeah, that will do it. That and that Nine time. Nine times out of yeah. ten. Then closing time plays. Get them out. The Equal Rights guys kept the meeting going by using loco foco matches to light the candles. Why don't they have self-lighting candles? Everything else is, ignites <laughs> itself. Why are they like... One step at a time. Yeah, I guess. No, yeah. What, what, what are we going to rush for, right? So then the Equal Rights Party got the nickname the Loco Focos. 
the crazy fires is the that's like what you name a child soccer team <laughs> not your government we're the loco focos the crazy fires sure we're self-starting can you even see your friend gareth from there you can okay we, i could do facetime what? to a few people if that helps Stand over here for a minute. Go ahead. Now, oh fuck him. Burns. Fuck he's Burns. Your Don't worry about Burns. You've Don't known worry him about for Burns. years. Don't worry about Burns. Let me handle Burns. Oh, that's the guy from the dressing room. Yeah, and we call it. We call it. We call it the green room. By the way, we're not really changing back there. All right, guys. Costumes in five. Let's go. We we brought Dave on the podcast he was because nice. of his quickness. <laughs> yeah, he was nice. I'm just happy to be out of the house. Yeah. Everyone from the dressing room is over there now. It's not a dressing room. You know, when I was a kid... Who's upstairs? No, well, I don't want to say nobody, but I mean nobody. Unless there's one guy robbing us blind right now. Who's up there right now like, nobody, fucking idiots. There's the guy that helped me with... MasterCard. The hand towels in the bathroom. The butler in the bathroom is very helpful with the hand towels. (laughs) So, so they loved the name that they were given, the, the Loco Focos. They liked it or did not like it? They, they loved it. They How loved do you it. spell okay. Foco just so I can picture it in my mind's eye? I'm guessing F. Uh, no, like F, F-O... F-O-C-O? F-O-C-O. That was the fun way I was hoping. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. could have gone a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, no, now it's like a fake custard shop in New York. Okay. Foco. Line out the door. Yeah. Uh, so the Loco Focos are opposed to the establishment corrupt Tammany Democrats. The Loco Foco Opo. Yeah. yeah. Opo, the Opo? They're Opo, opposed. In 1836. No, we couldn't have, not to interrupt, but. Um, no, 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 we're not interrupting. Loco. No, the Loco Foco Opos would be the guy, the original Tammany Hall guys. Yeah, they'd be, yeah, for, yes, okay, sure. Whoever it is, as long as the name catches fire, that's yeah. all I'm after. But it yeah. sort of ruins the t-shirt yeah. line. Your posture's fading. Well, <laughs> it was never there to begin with. I'm a big back support guy from way back. You've always had your backs back. So in 1836, there was a mayoral election, and the Loco Focos got crushed. The established Democrats easily won, and the Whigs came in second. But the Locos had made themselves known and were now part of the party. The Locos were a different breed of Democrat. When new Democratic mayor Cornelius Lawrence opened his house to the public on New Year's Day, 1837, which was a tradition to open your house, yeah, right. uh, he wasn't prepared for the enthusiasm. Well, I wonder why we got rid of that. What, yeah. Oh, we should bring it back. Oh, my God. That would change Well, so he's much. dead again. They keep coming in here and killing him. Maybe we should lock the doors. Thank you, sir. <laughs> One psychopath in the back, like... No? So these new voters treated Lawrence's home like a five-points tavern. Whig Philip Hone wrote in his diary, quote, Every scamp who has bawled out huzzah for Lawrence and down with the Whigs considered himself authorized to use him and his house and furniture at his pleasure to wear his hat in his presence. 
Wait, they would wear his hat? This sounds a lot like the dressing room. <laughs> Putting on a gentleman's hat. I don't know if you know, David, but um, we have a dark history with hats. They've been with us every step of the way. Yeah, it's... I'll talk no, to you in the dressing out. room. Yeah. Um, they smoke and spit on his carpet. So what? they were literally turned it into a tavern. Like, it's not that they just yeah. were like... They devoured his beef and turkey and... His and beef wiped, and his turkey? Yeah. Who are these fuckers? I know. <laughs> and they wiped their greasy fingers on his curtains. Uh, that... We've all done that in a pinch. Wait, I'm, I'm unclear. Um, did, they didn't like him or what? No, they do they like removed? him. No, they like him. They're they making, liked him. They're making they're themselves celebrating. at home. They're celebrating. Uh-oh. They're celebrating. It's a party. It yeah. seems like... Yeah, oh. the guy's like, I didn't want to be mayor. I don't like it anymore. My curtains are covered in my turkey grease. In 1837, just before uh, the big financial panic hit, speculators were doing their thing, raising the price of flour, which it turns out people eat. Mm, they need that. Interesting. By February, the price of flour shot up to $12 a bushel from $4 uh, the year, two years before. Pork went up. So people started talking about the city's flour merchants and Wait, rumors. is that really where you want to turn the screws on people? Like, flour? wouldn't there be better uh, areas? I mean, at this time, maybe. I don't know. Well, if you have flour and nothing else, then you fucking turn that screw. Have you never oppressed people? <laughs> Not with grains. No. <laughs> he never has with grains. No, I mean... Always ask, said that. Ask around. Yeah. Do your, do your research on him, Dave. He's never done it with grains. No. So he law li- for a weekend. <laughs> your What's line that? is grains. Your, that's your line, grains. Wait, what, where, oh, that's where I draw the line. No. I mess with their kids for a little bit, and then, uh, <laughs> then I'll fuck with their grains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'll take the kids, you know, drop them off a few blocks from home, shit like that. Walk. What? That's you. Yeah. That's me. I don't know where I am. Um. So rumors started flying that merchants were hoarding flour to drive up the price. The local FOCO leaders called a meeting at 4 p.m. The local FOCO leaders? I mean, it's really, is like, it is like the Dr. Seuss government at this point. They called for a meeting at 4 p.m. at City Hall on February 13th. Their slogan was simple. Bread, okay. meat, rent, fuel. What? The price must come down. Just That's, hit the basics. I, I think we can embrace that again now. Yeah. 5,000 people came. The leaders read demands. No one knows who the final speaker was that day. No one found out his name. But he stood up and he named a, a specific flower merchant, Eli Hart, and said... Oh, we should all, quote, go after and offer him $8 a barrel for it. And if he will not take it, that's when someone grabbed his shoulder and stopped him from talking. Oh, uh, what? And Don't... then he said, quote, we shall depart in peace. But it was too late because someone in the crowd screamed, to Hart's Flower Store. <laughs> wow. So and, he, yeah, okay. Yeah, and the New York Flower Riot of 1837 was on. Flower riot. A flower. I'm already picturing the after. Oh. Everyone's oh, caked just in flour. Covered in flour. <laughs> and then they get it all cleaned up, and the chimp comes along and gets it started <laughs> no, all over uh, again. No buttons. No <laughs> buttons is in the flower now. File under last thing anyway. 
keep going. Um, <laughs> oh, you want to hear more? Yeah, yeah. So they attacked flour merchant after flour merchant. They smashed desks and threw hundreds of barrels of flour and sacks of wheat onto the street. Why not just take the flour? Huh? I'll back off. So women would come up with their aprons on and fill their apron with flour and run home. Surely there... I mean, I don't mean to sound like the black and white infomercial person, but there's got to be a better way. I got two handfuls in my apron. Didn't you have access to bags? Yeah. What did you do with the bags? Threw them right through it. We threw it everywhere. It looked like snow. Hundreds of pounds. Shit. I wish we talked. I wish we talked more. But when it was all over, uh, the, uh, you know, the people were demanding that the merchants act responsibly for common good, but the rich did not give two shits and denounced the rioters as, quote, pillaging, canal, colored people, thieves, and Irish. Uh, is that all one thing or a bunch of things? <laughs> That's four different one things. One group? Oh, okay. <laughs> they said the rioters had just made flour scarcer and increased the prices. The end result was not a change in prices or more flour, but more cops. Ugh. Within 24 hours of the riot, legislation was passed to hire 192 more watchmen. Okay, good. So, mission accomplished. Okay, you guys, cops no, are I'm... awesome. Already. How come if only... you're white, they're great? <sighs> God, real and weird. Topical. Yeah, it is topical. Yeah. Thank you. No. <laughs> so New York, uh, New York chugs along for a while. In the 1850s, the uh, rich were not happy their city had... had Fallen into the hands of the not wealthy, the these, right, these, the others. Yeah, the, yeah. the Democrats had, had gone into the pond of the the unwashed. The and, irony is, with all the the powder everywhere, the city, even though it was already in olden times, it le- probably looked even more old timey. Don't you think? With everyone, a little dustier. Yeah, yeah. Everything was sort of like oh, this bit is of the old, old west. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just thinking out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go grab a seat. No, no, no. no, no, um, no. Do not grab a seat. I'm just worried, you know, the comments section in the future. Uh, Don't operate from the comments section, David. Oh, God, he's getting sick. Oh, no. I'll be be dead before this comes out. All right. Uh, Yeah, you got nothing to worry about. So the the wealthy felt like they knew how to run a government, but these sleazy, corrupt assholes who used gangs and immigrants to win were in charge. Gangs at this time were, of course, known to keep people from voting. They were called shoulder hitters. Because they, they were just, like, bumping, you know? Yeah, you would go into a poll, and this guy would be like, Hey, what are you doing? Check you. Hey, was that an accident, or are you a shoulder guy? I'm a shoulder hitter. Well, then, fuck off. Fuck I'm... you. That's why I'm here. Fuck you. Okay, get off. Yeah. Quit shouldering well, my kid. Welcome to the shoulder, That's it. We're not voting. Let's That's go. Let's right. get out of here. No. Yeah. Uh, the Common Council was a legislative body in New York. Merchants now only made up 15% of the council. Okay. Previously at 50% or more. Uh, it was now mostly working class guys who had, who had risen up through selling gambling, uh, through gambling halls and selling booze. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> the joke... I like our audience. The joke to break up a Tammany Hall committee meeting was, was said all you had to do was open the door and yell, quote, your saloon's on fire. Is that a euphemism or were they, that's what they really meant? That's how they ended it. They Damn were, local focos! No, they really meant it. They, they, your, it was, saloon's, <laughs> your saloon's on fire. But doesn't that sound like it could mean something yeah, else? Yeah, like, yeah. Like a, a great, a I huge... Know. I don't even know, like, if you... I don't know. We'll come up with it later. Uh, no, like, are you all right? It just seems like your saloon's on fire. Oh, my. Eric. Debbie left. <laughs> Took the kids. Have you seen Gareth? His saloon's on fire. We're saloon's all very on worried. Fire. Yep. Or so, like some sort of uh, gastrointestinal. Keep going. Yeah. Something's not agreeing with me. My saloon is on fire. No more wing night or whatever. I don't know. No more mayor beef. What? They stole the mayor's beef earlier. Oh, 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 oh. From the the curtains. So the common council was extremely corrupt. (laughs) Uh, Insanely corrupt. Uh, Once the council realized they could lease off city property, they started leasing everything. City piers, ferry franchises, they sold riverfront property. They fought against public railroad uh, to Harlem that would keep fares low. Uh, and, and instead, uh, they'd have private ownership, which would, quote, impose a system of responsibility that private enterprise alone can arrange and insist upon. Absolutely, David. The American dream. When hasn't it worked? By 1851, the Common Council had the nickname the 40 Thieves. Fair. That's not bad. Yeah. So there were 40. Yeah. They were so brazen in their corruption, they turned down an offer of 50 grand from a guy to have the exclusive rights to pick up all the dead animals from city streets. Wait, what just happened? What? I'm so there's dead animals all over the streets, right? Why? Can I ask why? Flower poisoning? Well, uh, because, flower? number one, they, you know, they still, they still bring, like, animals in to the slaughterhouses over on the west side so they still bring the pigs down fucking streets also just animals horses whatever they die and they fall over and they're dead it's a nice time um, must be fun so then they you would just lay the there cat. so and then they is... would just because there's no one there to pick it up they just lay there and rot he, so this, this is here in town yep yeah, yeah this is here in town it's 1850s yeah streets aren't like that anymore it was, here a, either. Different yeah. Time. Yeah, time. It was a different time different time it was a different time so this guy offered, he was like, look, I'll, I'll pay you 50 grand for the contract to pick up the dead animals all in the city like, exclusively. Only I can do it. And they turned him down. Well, he was like, my dream. I'm crazy. Instead, I, I was going to eat them. Is that sweet in the pot? I only like road pig. Instead, they gave the contract. Road pig? Yeah, yeah, road pig. Have you never had road pig? Go out to Queens. Get you a road pig. Uh, so instead of taking 50 grand from the guy, they gave the contract to a guy and they paid him 60 grand. Wait, what, what is, what, what's the angle? I Why? bet the 50 grand guy was really upset about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what the right? fuck does he have that I don't? Plus, he's 10 grand more. Oh, uh, you knew I was going to fuck him, huh? All right, gentlemen. All right. Because I'll be back. 
Because that guy then paid all the aldermen the money that they oh, just give it him. Sure. So they, yeah. So this is the 40 it's, Thieves. That's, right. how they, they, that's how they did. It's a good name. Shit. So uh, they, over two years, they increased taxes 70%. The majority of the wealthy who were upset with the situation were Protestants, and the majority of the poor who benefited from the situation were Catholics. Okay. Yeah. In New York, the wealthy and upper middle class enjoyed looking down on the Irish Catholic masses. People who lived in expensive houses along Union Square and Fifth Avenue were obsessed with the, quote, brutish and simian facial features of the Irish. Oh, my God. What are they? What are they? What? Look at us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We all see it. Oh, uh, yeah. God. I do see it. It's like there's a half man next to us. <laughs> Chair's not helping. <laughs> Nor the leash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they said Patty was, not, was born, not made, and his physical and moral defects were inherited, which made him genetically unsuited for citizenship. Wow. Oh, I mean, we will get back to this time for sure, but wow. I think mean, we are. You mean as a culture or just uh, Well, whatever it is that we have now. I don't even know what to call it. No, but I mean, you mean we're going to come back to it to talk about it? You mean you think... No, I think that society? our time... I think that we might have people in charge at some point who are saying you can't uh, be considered equal to others because of appearance. Uh, it's shocking to believe, I know. Yeah. No. It's a controversial... We've been, we've been there a while, not to be uh... Well, but we're still like, you know, Stephen Miller's like dipping his toe in the pool, but he's not skinny dipping yet. <laughs> Wait till he gets his dick give out. It, give it a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. So the wealthy created the City Reform League. Many of the richest assholes in the city jumped on board. They used their power to attack the use of gangs uh, and, and corruption in the press and warned that high taxes would drive businessmen out of the city, and it worked. In, 18, in 1853, the electorate ratified a drastic reduction in alderman power. The okay. Board of Assistant Aldermen... Did you say Albany? Alderman. Alderman. Same thing. I'm sorry, I was going to ask... I'll be there the next funny, weekend. I don't want to talk about it, but funny bun. Hear what I want to hear. He'll be at Alderman next week. Yeah. That's what I heard. So they abolished the Board of Assistant Aldermen, uh, which was replaced by a board of councilmen made up of 60 men, because they figured there's no way 60 men could be bribed. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a defensive line. Yeah. <laughs> they were put in charge of all expenditures. The aldermen lost the power to appoint policemen. Okay. Now, the thing was, is they would appoint a policeman, and every policeman they appointed would give them $40. And then, <laughs> and then the... And then the captain would get money for each guy, and so each captain would get $200. So everyone's just fucking making Sounds sweet really cash. healthy, yeah. That's a lot of... What would be the modern-day equivalent to that? 70, yeah, $70. Dave's, a hum, Dave's the human calculator. It'd be $70 in today's cash. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Still a pretty penny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the control of the police force was shifted to a, a board of commissioners, which made, made up of the mayor and city judges. Police were now given permanent tenure... If they showed good behavior. What? That's... So if you were good... If you're good for a little while, we trust cop. you forever? Yeah. Cool. Forever cop. Forever cop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a movie. Yeah. Help me. A wizard did this. I'm forever cop. Oh. I hate the beat. I Ooh. wanted to be a fireman. Oh. 
forever come. Do you hear that? It's in my head every time I close my fucking eyes. I made hundred. Uh, they also gave them blue uniforms, which is exciting. Okay, that's new. Yeah. Okay. What were they before? I think they just walked around in their clothes. Yeah, just, yeah, regular oh. clothes. They probably Under, had like a, a like undercover. A, they probably had like a specific hat. Yeah, and those are hard to fake. Yeah. You know, you just come over and be like, "Hey, what are you guys doing? I'm a cop. Promise. No more bullshit." All right, see you boys later. Hey, I'm a cop. What is this cop doing? Hey, watch your fucking mouth, pal. Throw you in the slammer, huh? You got a lip on you. I'm a cop. I don't think that any of this is true. Uh, Prove me wrong. Well, I'm a cop. Put your hands up. That's... Oh, you're going away for a long time. Why? Uh, I'm a cop. I don't like the cut of your jib. That's not how it works. Well, I'm a cop. Promise. That's not how... I'm a cop. I swear to God. Jibs are not illegal. Cuts are otherwise. Well, on my jurisdiction, they ain't. I'm a cop. Have I mentioned that? 100%. Yeah, I've said it a lot. You guarantee said it, it. More than Kavanaugh said beer. Oof. I like cop. Topical again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Topical. Yeah. yeah. But it worked. Holy shit. He's here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and uh, dare Kat- I say it's an honor, sir. Kavanaugh's Just here. Hey, sir, uh, quick question. How come you were clearly drunk at the hearing yesterday? I like beer. I enjoy beer. Uh, the next year, arrests went up 40%, so it worked. Okay. In the next election, the Whigs Wait, were... the uniforms? The uniforms and, and, and getting rid of uh, how they were appointing them with the graft and all that. Oh, God, uh, yeah. it worked. Hey, uh, now that they got uniforms, I wasn't a cop all those years. I was lying. I was just in my regular clothes. Sorry, I rested y'all. Is this the y'all. same guy from before? Yeah, I'm the oh. same guy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right, just want to check. Well, That's you ask a lot guy. of questions. You a cop? You have to say if you are. Yeah. I might that, be. That's not true, is it? It's they not, don't have no, to, yeah. No, it's not at all. That's, gotta be, that's probably blown up so many situations. You know, you got to tell me if you are. Yeah, legally. I'm not, fucking idiot. There would be no... There would be no undercover cop movies. No. It would start and be like, hey, you vouch for this guy? And they'd be like, yeah, are you a cop? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. a cop. A good one, too. Sorry, gentlemen, my bad. You, Donnie, you're good. Donnie Brasco, two minutes. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm a cop. Okay, Donnie. Next. So, in the next election, the Whigs were backed by the City Reform League, the Loco Focos, and the nat- Nativists. Uh, a big part of the victory was from anti-immigrant fever. Those goddamn Irish. And the 40 thieves were swept out of office, but this coalition was short-lived. Taxes had to be raised for new policemen, and uh, the nativists started making Catholic bashing runs to Brooklyn. <laughs> started wait. making what? Catholic bashing runs? Yeah, they started just getting a bunch of guys together and heading over to Brooklyn and beating up Catholics. As you it's do, like, that hasn't changed. I can get on board Take with that. Take the fucking... Yeah, it's not a good time for defending to this. break up the day a little yeah. bit. They have, yeah. a, they have a special 11 p.m. F train that's a <laughs> Catholic bashing uh, express. No, you yeah. don't want to get them at 11 p.m. You want to get them like around 12.45, right when they're coming out at noon mass. Yeah. Bring the hammer down. I think you got to hire this man for your business. <laughs> yeah. 
He's done his homework. I'm Catholic, by the way, so it's more of a self. Uh, I shouldn't How's have brought pope? it up. How's your pope? I mean, I'm not. Uh, you know, you, I'm not like. Uh, you got a pope? You don't support my, everything about Catholicism. I support the free donuts. That's where I end. And the, yeah. what about the what about what? the child molestation? Are you down with that? Um, you know, I go back and forth on that one. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> bit of a waffler. Show me the kid and then ask me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll edit that out. We'll edit it out. Uh-huh. Low hanging fruit. We're all better than that. Uh, yeah. There's it's no way that makes, show. Yeah, there's no way that makes it. So let's just clean start. No, no. Good. It's not going to happen in the ten o'clock show. Yeah, I no way. You. Yeah. No, get it out in the early one. Yeah. <laughs> so the reform league was disgusted with uh, the Catholic bashing and whatnot, and the group started to splinter. But then a hero emerged. Oh boy, He's Fernando not be a hero. Wood. Fernando Wood. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. He claimed he would clean up the city. He'd started as a small grocer and built himself up to a real estate magnet, owning wow. property all over the city. He, he was a millionaire. A, a grocer? He's a Coke grocer. A what? Yep. Coke grocer. A, a what? Coke, he was, uh, had a cocaine problem and he bagged stuff. I, he roast cocaine. I thought cocaine. you said he was a grocer. He's a grocer. That's right. He was a grocer. You're right. <laughs> He's a small grocer. Or a Coke grocer. This is a real anything goes kind of show. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. No, it's fine. It's okay. I've been there. He doesn't. A but lot of so the time. we don't know what. But he ended up in real estate. Yeah, he, he ended up being a super rich real estate guy, millionaire. At that time, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's uh, seventy million today. <laughs> or it checks out. Yep. Checks out. Uh, he definitely not made his money cleanly, and people knew that. He ran for mayor in 1850 as quote a friend of the Irish. He lost. Okay. Uh, his support was from the working class. Many considered him uh, the incarnate of evil, however, because of his dirty past. That's cool. Um, but he ran again, and he won. He became the ultimate reform mayor and won many people over. He pushed for a frugal government and started a crusade against sex workers. Okay. He, well, what was his crusade? What happened there? I don't know what happened with the yeah. audience there. That was, uh, well, we're all waiting to see what a crusade against sex workers means. Because they did go on Catholic beating trips back then. Well, he just went down and cracked down on, on you know. Okay, sex work. Yeah, sex, okay. sex work, any of it. He went after saloons that stayed open on Sunday. Well, yeah, get them out of here. Yeah. He built up the city with new stone docks, railroads, sanitation, even uh, a free academy for women. <laughs> Whoa. What? Yeah. What a waste of money. <laughs> women? Educating them? Good lord. Yeah, it's, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not even comfortable pretending. See. Such a softy. <laughs> it tastes like, no, I'll say that I fuck kids, but I will not say that you cannot freely. <laughs> yeah, there's a line. Women. I've standards. It's a bizarre squiggly line, but it's a line. Yeah. The the last one is harder to defend. That's fair. Sure. He said, "Quote: I am satisfied. No good government can exist in a city like this, containing so many thousands of the turbulent, the vicious, the indolent, without a chief officer." With the necessary power to see the faithful execution of the laws. 
Okay. So he was talking about a strong head cop. Right, okay. A big chief. Woods began creating a centralized and disciplined police force. Oh, boy. This is... Mm. This could be good. It'll be good. Uh. It'll be totally good. Why wouldn't it be good? They already have the outfits. They might as well go for it. See? Yeah. Here. He, first, he connected all the station houses to the chief's office by telegraph. Okay. Because before I get that, ought to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how you get an emergency ready. Yeah. <laughs> All hands on deck. Yeah. In the next couple of days, we should let everyone know. Oh, this is from Thursday. Oh, fuck. God damn it. This is a week and a half ago. Well, may as well. Uh, let's iron our outfits. Yeah. Let's do that again. Uh, the Wait, news. Is- I was going to ask if that was the same guy from earlier. No, no, that guy, no, that guy's gone. He was not a cop. He's not in this anymore. He had a good run. He had two scenes. He had two scenes. He was an under five, and he had two scenes. Yeah, you couldn't stay mad at him. No, 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 but he's gone. I mean, maybe he'll come. Who knows? He might come back. I don't know. He might come back. I think I speak for everyone here tonight. (laughs) I'm hoping he comes back. Okay, let's see. We never know, man. So the newspapers were thrilled at this idea. The Telegraph wrote, it was, quote, a terrible warning to the ruffianism which has so long beset our city. The reformers couldn't believe how awesome all this was. A paper wrote, quote, the man whose former career shows him a scoundrel of special magnitude has become our civil hero. Hmm. So they like Woods. They like Scoundrel like of special magnitude? Yeah. yeah. They use cool like words back then. emo band yeah. or something. Yeah. But people paying attention noticed that uh, Woods' enforcement was very selective. His uh-huh. cops rounded up streetwalkers but left brothels alone. They raided dirty, low gambling halls but left the fancy ones open. Sun- uh, friendly Sunday saloons could stay open. Some thought his demands for more police power were Napoleonic, which he was big in Paris at the time, Napoleon. Oh, he was, he was a Napoleon guy. He was fucking killing it. That's cool. Yeah, Literally, people, yeah. yeah. It's a good hero to These have. These are they're reasonable things you did. Just mention, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Someone to look down to. Yeah. Yeah. And the rich were very concerned with how much immigrant workers loved Wood. Wood came up with a complaint book. Wait. Really? <laughs> Sorry. Are you that kind of audience? No, no, no. I'm not even. <laughs> Is that who you are? No. What? No, no, no. No. Wait. Uh, just that... so I. I... <laughs> Everyone laughed. You said how much immigrant workers loved wood, and your audience of 13-year-olds loved that. This is the easy. Don't get turned on. Yeah. It's the early show. Yeah. But they had, uh, they loved just wood materials? I mean, obviously, I don't think we're talking about... No, Fernando Wood from earlier tonight. The mayor. Oh, Wood. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I I misunderstood Wood. Sorry. He's the guy. Thank you. He's the mayor. Yeah. Well, I remember now... Mayor Wood came up with a complaint book. Okay. Laborers could make complaints against crooked or exploitative uh, employers, bad cops, and so public like a officials. comment section. It's a narc book. He's right. got a narc book that people can write shit in. Okay. Uh, and he kept appointing the Irish to the police force. By 1855, the Irish made up 20% of the force, 27% of the force. Okay. The state legislature was worried about Wood's growing control over the police. But the wealthy people in the city... See, like that the f- was easily as funny as the other one. Yeah. Woods <laughs> growing control of the police. Because of growing. I mean, running through again. Yeah, yeah. yeah Play it back. It. It'll hit some people on the drive home. Yeah, it'll... <laughs> I think this thing's got a second life ahead of it. I really do. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, we haven't heard the last of that one. 
But the rich in town uh, loved what he was doing with the, uh, with the cops, and, and they all asked him to run again in 1856, and he did, and he won. On election day, he let patrolmen have the day off and furloughed a bunch of friendly criminals who thanked him by harassing his opponent's voters. So, shoulderers, but a little more aggressive. So, he, he let the cops off, and he said they couldn't go near polls right. to stop crime. Boy, there's just, I mean, and now that we're in the, innuendo land... And then he let the criminals out yeah. and to they... fuck with everybody at the polls. Right. And, so... and somehow he won. Yeah. What do you think helped him? I think it's just his message. Yeah, strong messaging. Mm-hmm. Good slogan. Balloons. Uh, the rich middle class were just happy they had a man who could control the electorate without costing him a lot of money. But his opponents still wanted to fight him, and they headed to the state capital, okay. Albany. Oh, I hear they have a funny bone. To fight for control. Now, Albany was rural, anti-immigrant, and uh, temperance leaders were very popular. Not like that anymore. Uh, there was a lot, of, a lot of anger towards New York City because it allowed so many different people to work together. Sure, yeah. Well, that's really good to hear. Yeah. So too many different people are working together. Fuck this town. I'm grabbing a street dog. The upstate folks thought this was an urban attack on the right of man. Wow. On the what of man? Right. The right of man, just like the fucking freedom, Trump, that kind of thing. Freedom. MAGA. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Wakey, wakey. He didn't. (laughs) We live in it. Also, the rise of huge corporations in the city was seen as a threat to Christian America. Weird. And they saw the barbarism of the poor in the city as a serious concern. Okay. During a recent turndown, uh, economic downturn, the poor wanted public works instead of being handed charity. Wow. So fucking assholes. Yeah, I mean, it is greedy. How dare they? Yeah. So to save, save the country, the rural leaders decided they would have to bring New York City under control. One legislator said, quote, the time has come when it is to be settled whether New York is an empire. So New York, they just think New York's doing its own thing and they don't like it, so it's time to fucking crush that shit. Okay. Drop the hammer. Sure. They created a new political group called the Republican Party. What happened? What happened? No, these guys are, these guys are great. They, if you read their history, they, it really, it's good. You promise this turns out good for this party? Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. swear they're, to God? They're great. They're fucking great. They're good people. They, they end up later on pro-rape. So, <laughs> so it was started in New York, uh, upstate New York, by some Whigs, some free-soiled Democrats, and some know-nothings. Uh, to be fair, sorry, I just want to jump back. I don't think we want to say that they're pro-rape. I think we want to be careful and say that they're not anti-rape there's a line it's a squiggly one I'm still going pro-rape okay I mean it's not me them no yeah Yeah, well you want to be careful because that could now just be its own quote no editing I know how editing works are you sure I'm going to edit so it just sounds like you say I'm pro-rape yeah it's actually just going to be a techno track of you saying that now Pro-rape. Dave Hill, pro-rape. Dave Hill, pro-rape. 
Dave Hill Pro Break. Don't, I mean... Fine, applaud okay. it. All right. <laughs> Move on. I had to decide whether I wanted to be applauded for something negative or just be thrilled with applause that weren't even for me. <laughs> and, and it's just nice to be... It's nice uh, to be... ...here with you guys. Yeah, thank you, David. Thank you, David. Yeah, that's sweet. So, not crazy about rape, let's be clear. No. So... Now, while the Republican Party is coming together, all these groups are coming together, at the same time, Democrats divided into factions. There were those who were worried about uh, Mayor Wood's increasing power in the entire state, and there were those who wanted to get control of the city back from him. In the city, the Tammany Hall guys saw Wood as a bigger threat than the Republicans. <laughs> okay. Holy, holy shit, were they How wrong. How did you miss? That was arguably the best one. Yeah. Wood, bigger <laughs> threat. Honor, what no, bigger just, threat? I see. The, I didn't get the first one. You didn't and get it. Now no, the, the, the later clear. one. Yeah. Now you're loving it. You're the only one loving it now. You're like this thing's got legs. I think if we have that weird cop from before come back, we've got a show. <laughs> I think we do. Okay. So they would rather. Okay. So yeah. an interesting take. Yeah, they're not wor- as worried about the Republicans as they are the uh, Democrats. <laughs> it says, yeah. In the fall of 1856, a Republican governor was elected and a Republican majority was elected in the assembly because the Democrats were split. They immediately set out to take control of New York City from Democrats, believing they had legal authority over the city. Okay. This is because the New York Court of Appeals had just, ruined, uh, had just ruled that uh, cities and villages existed only to the extent the state granted it government authority. So the, the court said, yeah, the fucking... State controls the city. Okay. Um, so the state legislature declared itself to be free to intervene at will in the affairs of New York City. Great. And then they changed the city charter without asking the people of New York for approval. The Common Council was stripped of power. Overseeing finances, administering real estate, auditing accounts, overseeing disbursements, and collecting taxes were all put in the hands of the comptroller. Boy, I really thought it was like an erosion, but it really was just like, it sweeps! Like, they just fucking in one swoop were like, fuck it, let's go. Mayor Wood's term was cut in half. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, hands down. We gotta take a quick break. No, no, no. no you, know, you don't call breaks. No, what are you doing? No, we don't take breaks. Oh, man. <laughs> take... oh, to can't... the dressing room. I can't breathe. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you guys started it. I'll be fair. I mean, yeah, he didn't even did. think about it. All on you. You didn't know where it was gonna go. It didn't go great. Ugh. So, oh, man. so they just basically kicked him out of office and had a Republican step in to finish out the year. Normal. Yep. And then Wood ran for office again in December uh, 1857. The but it was too hard. <laughs> the le- let, let, let's just have Dave do that. Sorry, okay. The legislature created new state agencies which led Albany to uh, control three-fourths of New York City's budget. Okay. Republicans then passed a law forcing saloon keepers to get a license. To get one, they had to submit vouchers of their good and moral character signed by 30 residents, 
all who owned an estate. What? I mean, God, ugh. it's just what, like it, where out of town? Yeah, wherever, that's the thing. wherever you can find thirty people are like he's good shit. He should do this. Yeah, this is a time when a, a guy who owned a saloon would live above it or in the back, so no one owned a fucking estate. So, oh, so they were making it hard. <laughs> yeah. No, that wasn't like a wood joke. It was more an observation of the situation. That, do you have a bottle opener? I don't have a bottle opener. You got one? Um, we, don't, we, we don't need all hands on deck on this. Why you, if one person... Want, oh, we're going to steal it. Um, they also... Uh, the saloon owners also had to provide boarding facilities and stables. So basically, they just made it impossible to... Uh, to have, oh, have a saloon. The Herald concluded this would drive out of business 13 out of every 14 existing saloons and probably 99 out of 100 in the lower wards where no one uh, who uh, owned property lived. And they also said that if a wife complained about her husband, he would be put on the list of known drunks that would be given to anyone who sold liquor. Well, there is actually something I think we can finally get behind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a... Imagine... An era like that could have a list if your not husband the, likes beer too much. Not the mayor. <laughs> Would not be the helpful. Mayor. This is all against the nice mayor. Be a known drunk, though, rather than just some toiling yeah, obscurity. Yeah, just some, yeah. Oh, him? He's a drunk. You're goddamn right, I am. And I'm proud of it. I got a certificate to show you. Do you know anyone who owns an estate? I'm trying to shake my record. Hey, man, I'm on the cocaine list. What are you guys doing? You guys want to talk about stuff? Uh, hey, I'm not interested about, in about cocaine. Have you thought about a bank for coins? Yeah, no, like I'm a guy known in drunk. I'm not interested in cocaine. Since when does alcohol change? and cocaine go together well? Good Lord. You guys want to go for a job? You want to go out and talk? You just want to talk? Let's go out to the river and talk. Smoke some cigarettes. I would smoke a cigarette. There we can meet in the middle, amigo. Check out the back of the jacket. Drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's me. Drunk. Whatever. For my next trick, I'm going to eat three nachos and take a nap. Booyah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Form a line to the left. Tis I, the drunk. That's different from the cop from earlier. Yes. No, that's You him. know, I used to pretend to be a cop. <laughs> that was years ago. That was what I called BU before a uniform. <laughs> You're so happy he returned. <laughs> we, we all missed him. Might be the first spit take. So they're, they're basically implementing prohibition because they couldn't get it through before by right. different laws, right? But they knew they couldn't enforce it because the mayor wouldn't enforce it, right? He wouldn't enforce it. No, he's, yeah. he's totally against all this. It's right. the state doing it. So they passed the Metropolitan Police Act, which shifted control of the police force from the mayor no, no. to a... Metropolitan Police Commission, which was controlled by Republican state appointees. Interesting how that works. Previously, cops 
had to live in the community they served, but now that was over. They purposely were trying to cut connections between communities and the cops. That is a terrible change. No, no, that works yeah. out great. That no, works, that's that, the best I mean, thing you can do. If cops don't know anybody, they're nice. So... Uh, the control over the police also helped give Republicans complete control over the election machinery in New York City and Brooklyn. Fuck. Jesus. So people in New York are fucking pissed. Yeah. Why do you think so? I don't know. Oh, okay. There's the, I think the drunk right. jacket. The dra- junk jackets were not... I, I it's called the drunk jacket, sir. I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> they called Republicans despotic. The, New- the Irish news... What? <laughs> Fuck, you know I love this. You know all I want to do is just go crazy. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, now it's set up too much. No, no, no. No, no, this guy on Facebook was a bitch. I can't. Um, yeah. The Irish News said even Napoleon wouldn't have tried something like this. I can't do it. Harper's said the laws look like those imposed on conquered countries. The Herald called the upstate legislature legislators, quote, archaeological curiosities who aren't who daren't trust themselves to be alone with a loaded pistol, a bottle of gin, or a pretty girl. <laughs> Strong order, too. Nice echelon there set up. Also, what a great party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Mayor Wood went off. Uh, he attacked them to the delight of his constituents. Yeah. How about, how about I try this? Yeah. yeah. How, about I, how about Mayor Wood blew? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to fall for every single one of them. You're just not falling for the bookenders. He ordered all... sewer. <laughs> Mayor Wood ordered all policemen to reject the authority of the Metropolitan Commissioner. <laughs> so now the parents are fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he filed lawsuits to, uh, to get the law declared unconstitutional, and anyone do, any cop who defied his orders was fired. The Common Council then gave Wood permission to create a separate police force. What? The, the Municipal Police Force. You can't do that. Under direct control of the mayor. What? There's already a police force. Well, I now thought. there's two. <laughs> Welcome to New York. Right. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so New York City now has two completely different and official police departments. What? Okay. <laughs> it's very awkward. I mean, it's not great. No. Between the cops are arresting the cops again, and they don't know who's going to win. Who's in charge? Breaking news on the INN tonight. And we've got our friend Patio Stereotype down on the streets. The gloves are off down here today, Daniel, as two different police forces are fighting it out. 
Jurisdiction, what's that? Nobody knows. Var at Hodleven. We're all, we're all proud that you broke through. <sighs> it's going to come out sometime. That There's guy no on way. Facebook right now, he's like, boom. <laughs> DC potatoes. <laughs> Fucking bastards. We've been through enough with our simian faces. So, between May and June, all the cops chose which force they were going to join. It's like a dodgeball team. It's just that basic. We pick Danny. Yes. No, they choose themselves what they're going to be Yeah, the cops get to pick which force they're going to be on. It's even lamer than Well, yeah, but it's still... Yeah, it is. It's different. I mean, nobody's picking... You're picking teams. It's very bizarre. You're right. It must have been hard. You'd be like, Bobby, which... Which one are you going with? Well, I don't know. I'm the so torn. The one with the cooler uniforms, I would think. <laughs> Whichever one will have me. Oh, God. I have a crazy problem with alcohol. <laughs> but guess what I got? A jacket. Oh, yeah, shit. Where'd it go? That's a police uniform now. Oh, uh, yeah. You're under arrest for questioning me. <laughs> We're what? searching for a jacket. We got to spread out. Fan out. We will find this. We'll leave no stone un... Yeah. I think I know who took the jacket. I've been using it as a pillow. Let's say we caught a guy with one arm. Hmm? Huh? Did you guys hear someone screaming or is that in my head? That's in your head. Uh, I should have a drink. Uh, gin out that shouting. <laughs> All right. Well, good day on the beat, boys. I'm poops. <sighs> you guys are real people, right? <laughs> Swear to God. I'm a squirrel. You, I knew it. I'm a squirrel. You're well, in the you're under arrest, asshole. Right. You're impersonating a squirrel. It's illegal when you're one of these cops. I have a feeling the squirrel's the one who took my jacket that I'm sleeping on. We'll pin it on him. They got good hearing squirrels. <laughs> or wait, you ain't even a squirrel. Oh, fuck. Uh. This guy's gonna have his own show. <laughs> With Dave producing, yeah. So, 800, remember the story, 800 cops. Right. 800 cops stayed with Mayor Wood. 300 went to the new Metropolitan Police Force. Okay. Not surprisingly, they were split along ethno-nationalist lines. Sure. The Mets were Anglo-Americans, while the Munis were foreign-born. Wait, who's Woodies? The Mets are the, uh, the new ones. The Munis are Woods, uh, Woods. Okay. Woods guys. Gotcha. That's right. All right, take it easy. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> so, criminals had a field day. Because if they were arrested by one force, the other force would come and get them out. Is that the right way to do this? So, so they, are act, they are battling police forces. It's a rivalry. Yeah, there is a rivalry between the cop forces. The, the other ones would show up and just be like, he seems fine. <laughs> 
The two uh, groups of police fought over who had control of station houses. What is going on? I mean, <laughs> in mid It's like a wife swap. It's not. In mid June, a man was sent to City Hall to take over as street commissioner after being appointed by the governor. But when he arrived, he was physically tossed out of the building by the munis. Okay. A warrant was then issued for Mayor Wood for inciting a riot and violence against the street commissioner's person. The Metropolitan Police Captain, George Walling, went to deliver the arrest warrant himself at City Hall. He was led into the mayor's office where the mayor refused to be placed under arrest. The captain grabbed him by the arm and tried to forcibly remove, remove him, but there were now 300 munis stationed in City Hall because they were expecting trouble. Yeah. The captain was attacked and dragged out of the mayor's office and physically thrown into the street. How'd it go? They arrested me. Hmm? <laughs> no. Hmm? Well, they're also cops. Yeah. They're, they're cops too. Mean ones. So he, wasted. he came back with a second warrant and a larger force of... Yeah, uh, that problem was the paperwork, for sure. It was definitely that it wasn't, like, notarized properly. And a larger force of, uh, of Met cops in their uniforms of frock coats and plug hats. All right. I know who I would have gone with. Yeah. <laughs> you sold? No question. <laughs> frock coats? I'm in. <laughs> Frock coats. Not the toughest bunch I've ever seen. <laughs> the other guys are wearing smocks. I stand corrected. <laughs> get, get nice and sloppy on front, yeah. Uh, so waiting for the Mets were a huge mass of munis. And back in the munis were a shitload of men described by a writer as, quote, suckers, soap locks, Irishmen, and plug uglies. Plug uglies? Jesus. Yeah. Rude. The two group of cops faced off and started fighting in front of City Hall. What? If, this, if you are just walking down the street, you're like, this is the greatest shit I'll ever see in my life. We are about to, like, live our lives watching walkathons. And look, at two groups of cops bravehearting in front of City Hall. You're like, fucking, what? who directed this shit? <laughs> Mayor Wood supporters uh, attacked first, clubbing and punching the Mets, who were far outnumbered. Yeah. The Times, quote, this scene was a terrible one. Blows upon naked heads. <laughs> Jesus, naked. That, I mean, they say and naked we're back. heads. And we're back. Yep, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's a no-hat head. It's a no-hat Good thing we situation. took that break in the middle. Yeah. But they say naked heads because there's no hat on, right? Right. Naked, yeah. naked, naked head, head means just a head. But in this time, it was like, oh, my um, God, look at that hair. Yeah. Beat him. He doesn't have the force field of a hat on. At this, at this, in this day and age, it's like, some, it's like seeing someone's balls, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. A naked head is terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. I'm taking him at his word. I All don't right. know. Yeah. Yeah. One by one. Blows upon naked heads fell thick and fast, and men rolled helpless down the steps to be leaped upon and beaten till life seemed extinct. Ugh. The Mets fled in all directions. In all, 52 policemen were injured. One would become an invalid for the rest of his life. Jesus. The new street commissioner sought out the sheriff to arrest Mayor Wood. And it just so happened the National Guard 7th Regiment was in, in town having a parade 
Because they were going to go to Boston. Timing. Cause, wait, because they were going to go where? They were going to go up to Boston. So they're they having... had a parade because they were going to go to yeah, Boston. Dave, yeah, they... I mean, like, I don't know anything about history, but you did not need shit going on for a parade. <laughs> Nothing. You could have a parade about a parade that happened. You'd be like, we're having it because last Saturday's parade. So good. Yeah. It's an homage parade to last Sunday's parade. Double parade. Yeah. So, uh, so the National Guard head down to City Hall, and when Wood looked out the window, he saw these National Guardsmen and was like, oh, all right, so this is over. Okay. And he handed himself over to the general in charge. Hello. Let's go. Uh, although nothing came of it because the charges were eventually dropped. Over the next couple of weeks, both police forces patrolled the city and would so fight awkward. each other and would yeah. fight each other often. So if you're like a criminal, you're like best case scenario. Yeah. Right? 100%. Like they're just beating the fuck out of each other so you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Fill your pockets with flour or whatever you're doing. Well. Put flour up your ass and sneak it home. How would you what? handle it? You know, I mean, I you got to... I don't think you know how crime works. Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I'll tell you, I know how much flour costs. Pretty penny. Hey, buddy. Uh, what are you in for? I uh, put a bunch of flour up my butt. <laughs> they caught me. <laughs> it took them a while, though. I ate a bunch, too. I was dying. Boy, did I need water. I was so thirsty. That's what got me, is I coughed, and it looked like I burped Casper. They knew right away. Next thing they do, once you got a bunch of white coming out of your mouth, you know where they go. But <laughs> yeah, they found it. Yeah. Joke's on them, though. I still got a bunch of it. Where? I want to talk about it, but uh, let's just say also my butt. Also your butt? With further in it. So you have like a double butt chamber? Hey, don't go spreading that around the joint, okay? Something I, like that I makes you a pretty prize I, in this place. I absolutely cannot guarantee. You don't want people knowing I got a wishbone back there. Come on. No, I'm, I'm literally Do me telling. a favor. This never happened. No, wait, it wait. happened. The whole yard's going to know in about five minutes because this is That's not crazy. Good because, crazy. again, nobody I could, cares I, about I could satisfy twice the amount in half the time. So I do not want this. You know, let's forget this ever happened. Hey, how about this? I give you boys a little butt flower. Look the other way. Meow. No. Meow. <laughs> Number one, I'm in Come prison. On. Butt huh? flower does me no good. Hey, what are you talking about? How are you going to make your eggplant parmesan? You're going to become crawling to me once you find the guy who's got a bunch of breadcrumbs in his dick. You'll be like, hey, where's that butt flower guy? Well, I'm right here, but you're an enemy. You told everyone about my two-hole. I would, I Is would that like the new... same guy that was... <laughs> From now on, any guy that you think fits to be that guy, it's that guy. I love that guy. Yeah. What a life he's No, he's like. got an overall at Universal since you've been hyping him. An overall at Universal. So, the cops, the cops became more obsessed with fighting each other than arresting criminals. And the gangs... It's kind of where we would love to have them still a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. And the gangs realized this and started running wild, quote, reveling in an orgy of loot, murder, and disorder. Wow. Respectable citizens were being brazenly robbed in daylight on the streets. Gangs plundered stores and faded homes, stopped and robbed coaches on the street. 
Hey, no, I'm just I'm teaching these kids how to play soccer. Ah, no. my whistles and balls and cones. That's Fuck. right. That's right. That's no, exactly right. I'll teach them how to dig deep another way. We don't need balls to practice, boys. We could. F- now what? you guys are just dirty. Now that's not what I meant. You guys have no. Same guy. <laughs> For sure. Same guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah all the same Cleaned guy. his act up for a little while. <laughs> thought everything was on the up and up. Guess who's hitting the sauce tonight? The man who was robbed on the street. All I tried to do is coach a bunch of kids, teach them the youth about what it means to be a man. Well, fuck that. You robbed me. I drink myself. Mm-hmm. Wait, what was that last part? Nah, it's a catchphrase. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm a bunch now. Gin, don't mm-hmm. Jin, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, he's he's took a sassy turn. What's that? Why well, are you sleeping? Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On July second, the court of appeals ruled in favor of state law. Wood was forced to disband the munis in the afternoon on July 3rd. The Metropolitan Police Force now controlled the city. Okay. Unfortunately, the next day was July 4th. Oh, my God. America's last thing he needed. (laughs) That's right. A day known for parades, speeches, drinking, and street fights. (laughs) We got to bring the attitude of the 4th of July back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the men who had to deal with this were now the Mets, who refused to hire any of the munis. So they filled the ranks with people who had little or no experience in law enforcement. I'm back again. Boy, I'm like the Forrest Gump of the podcast. (laughs) At this point, only 100 of all the Metropolitans had a month's experience in law enforcement. (sighs) So this is probably going to go pretty smoothly. The Fourth of uh, of July celebrations kicked off pretty early in the morning hours when a group of Metropolitan police came under attack. (laughs) By gangs, they were so terrified they all just ran away. One Whoa. ran into a saloon for shelter and luckily discovered it was uh, the headquarters of the Bowery Boys, Wait, who are did, a nativist gang. Did, you're saying oh, wow. the celebration started with an attack? Yeah, yeah. that's how they're celebrating. Well, it's weird to light fireworks at 8 a.m. You just go know, beat the I, cops up. That's how you celebrate. It's a weird way to have fun. So then he goes into a saloon and the Bowery Boys are there? It's the Bowery Boys saloon, who, who are nativists, so he ran into the right saloon. Right. And they came out and drove off the, the gang... Uh, the Five Point Gangs were mostly foreigners. Okay. Of course, this, and they were the Dead Rabbits. So the Dead Rabbits came, and, and this, this wasn't going to go answer, but unanswered by the Dead Rabbits, who uh, were also Wood supporters and Irish. They attacked a group of 30 Mets on Bayard Street between Mulberry and Elizabeth, and then the locals joined in. 200 Bowery boys then rushed down to rescue the totally Christ. clueless Mets. The Sixth Ward was not close to done. The people of Lower Manhattan put up barricades made out of carts, barrels, and lumber. Women gathered and broke up stones and then carried them to men on the front lines of tenement roofs. Soon gunfire started. Jesus. 
I would have gone s- straight to the guns. Yeah, no. The stones. <laughs> Certainly once the guns Try are brought out. Try the stones. Out. Not working? No, okay. thank you. So nice of you to bring these, but they have guns now. No, they're shooting the stones. Uh, the, the fighting went on for two days. On day two, they came together on Bayard Street again in what was described as the most ferocious free-for-all in the history of New York City. Wow. One lone policeman decided he was going to arrest two of the leaders and waded his way through the gang. Waded. Swinging his club to arrest them. He was knocked down and stripped of his clothes, then beaten with his own nightstick. <laughs> I had a great, I had a great idea. <coughs> I had a great idea. That's my brother. Uh, he uh, outside of everything he knows. Look at the kid; he's a professional. I had a great idea. I had a great idea. Mm-hmm. We're just a couple of walking catchphrases, baby. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I picture him with his hat still on when he's getting this shit beat up. If he was left with his hat, he'd be like, "Oh, thank God." Uh, I'm only naked, aside from the hat. He managed to crawl out and crawl back to the Metropolitan Police Headquarters. I need a new uniform. In just his boxers. Okay, wow. Uh, Three houses were set on fire. There was absolutely nothing police could do to stop any of it. So finally, the National Guard was called in. And the Mets were put uh, at the head of all the regiments. The guard put down the fighting. It was all over. The streets were swept. And most importantly, Sunday closing laws were being enforced. There's still a bunch of dead animals in the street, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. That guy's like, "Mm mm-hmm, okay. Twelve gang members had been killed and 37 wounded. Probably many more were killed because for a while later they would find graves under houses and stuff in the... Uh, this is before we did accurate body counts. If you've ever seen the terrible movie uh, Gangs in New York, uh, there's... Times when he's like under houses and underground. They, yeah. So they buried a bunch That's of guys. Daniel, I was folk. Yeah. Lewis. That's right. Daniel Day Lewis. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. You're, You're absolutely hey, right, Dave. Hi. I know. Stuff. Nailed it. Yeah. Hey, look. You someone's you someone's played stuff. in Hollywood. Oh my God. This guy gets it. I haven't seen it, but <laughs> I would like to. No, you would not. But people were still furious about what the state had done. On July 9th, 1,500 people. Uh, did I? What? Da, da, da. He's vamping. Sorry, I just had to look this up. Um, oh, so Mayor Wood, after that, uh, disbanded the, his police force. Okay. It was, so there's a know, winner. It's, it's done. On July 9th, 1,500 people held a meeting in Hamilton Square to consider creating a new state of the southern five counties. Mayor Wood came and told the crowd they had to obey the legislature's laws because he was thinking of running for governor, and this state separating would not help him at all. Interesting. Okay. The people calmed down for a couple days, but on July 12th, in the heart of Germantown, between Avenues A and 4th Street, a few thousand Germans came out to stop the Metropolitan Police from enforcing Sunday closure laws. Okay. The Germans brought clubs and brickbats. And steins. (laughs) They really wanted to drink. They're ready to go. Is that German? No, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> is that a baby German? Yes, it's me, a little baby German. It's me, little baby Germany. But guess what? I like to drink. Just toss me in a keg. I'll drink my way out of it. I'm only two yeah, months awful. old. Now that's a different 
guy. He, that is same, not the same, same guy. guy. That's same not guy. the same okay. guy. This it, is oh, you don't think Just it is the clear. same guy, or is it? Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's me the whole time. Uh, so, why do you, do you sound like uh, Ken Jeong? Or, or that? <laughs> I have the best Ken Jeong in the business. So, the Mets called in reinforcements to take on the Germans, and three regiments came, and all of the cops, and they drove the Germans back. One blacksmith was killed. Whatever. One who was killed? A blacksmith. It totally doesn't matter. A blacksmith life is pointless. The only satisfaction you get is when you put the hot thing in water. You're like, mm, doesn't get better than that. Mm. The next day... The next day, a funeral procession, procession was held for the blacksmith with 10,000 Germans marching at Broadway on a ba- under a banner that read, Opfer der Metropolitan Polizei, Victim of Metropolitan Police. A band marched and played. Gotta have a band. Yeah. The Met superintendent <laughs> recommended 10 cops in each ward be armed with revolvers f- to suppress riots. The state then decided to build an armory at 35th and 7th Avenue. This was a mile closer to City Hall than the existing armory. Everything was very tense. The city was at what was considered an uneasy truce, divided along ethnic and nationalist lines. A growing immigrant class was on one side with its own culture and politics, and a wealthy Anglo-nationalist class was on the other. Thankfully, capitalism intervened. In August came the great financial... In August came the great financial panic of 1857. Banks collapsed. People lined up to take out their gold. 100,000 were out of work. Immigration plummeted. The need to work and eat overcame everything. So that's how, like they were about to have a fucking civil war in New York, and that's how it stopped was a financial collapse. That's good. Eventually this... Eventually, the city gave in and started hiring people to work for parks, and then the economy improved. But that's literally how it ended. Is that maybe like the long con of uh, racist politicians is to make America suck so fucking bad that just nobody wants to come here? Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. So that's the story of Wood. Wait. And the cops. I don't... That's the end. Like, they, New York was about to have a civil war, and, and then, then the, the financial economy collapsed. But that's not the end of the story, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. So sweet. It is. It is. But yeah. I do... I'm... <laughs> How long have we been... I've been trying to wait and hear what's going on with those cigars this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the whole <laughs> and then the guy and then, and then the guy's about to be beaten by a cop He's like, can I interest you in a cigar that malfunctions? Yeah, like Oh man, yeah, what yeah. a letdown Yeah, sorry Oh man So the cigars me. started the great fire of 1860 Everybody died <clears throat> Does that there make you happy? N- well, I've got some Googling to do <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit well, it's good, though. It's good to feel like it all worked out in the end with the cops. <laughs> <laughs> and then it makes sense. Is it too late to have a secondary police force? <laughs> Let's bring in some we competition. Do. We do. They're called ICE. Right. 
Oh, ow, oh. Don't ask Dave a question, Dave Anthony a question like, is it going to be okay? Don't do that sort of stuff. I'll do that like when we're in, like, traveling. I'll be like, you think we'll make it through? He's like, oh, we're so fucked. (laughs) We're fucked. So, this is what he does. Hi, worked out here in town, though, in New York. Yeah. Mm. No, I mean, after everything he was talking about. You feel good? Well, there's two shows here tonight. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. We've had great turnouts for the shows. The police are still corruptible. (laughs) No, No, but I mean, come on. Yeah. That... There was salsa in the dressing room. Again, I, really, I think we'd all feel better if you called it a green room. Nobody's changing. Yeah, there's no dressing happening. Yeah, there's no, the, only, uh, the, only, the closest thing we have to dressing really? is salsa. There's ranch. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's ranch. There's ranch, so, yeah. There there's a ranch. dressing area in the green room. There is. Mm. I think we should have gotten him a smaller stool. I think that... <laughs> it's the most confusion we've ever experienced. Look, maybe, I mean, maybe. I don't know. There have been a couple where I'm like, what's happening right now? And we found a great character. Um, a couple of them. Huh? Drunk cop. That's right. Thank you, sir. He's named. Uh, we want to thank you guys so much for coming out. We really do appreciate the fuck out of it. Give it up for David Hill. See you all in Albany next week. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for coming. Really appreciate it. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.